Do you want a book that will inspire and challenge you? Evangelizing Catholic Culture, New Vision for the New Creation is that book. It's a call for spiritual renewal within the Catholic Church. There is an entire generation of people searching for authentic purpose in their lives who desire to serve the proclamation of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and live a rich life of personal holiness. This is an exciting challenge to those who desire to live a deep and rich Christian way of life. Written by Father David Tickerhoof, you are sure to be inspired. Sold on Amazon, in print, and Kindle. Get your copy today. Welcome to the Evangelizing Catholic Culture Podcast Show with your host, Father David Tickerhoof, T-O-R. Father David is a retired priest currently ministering in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at Our Lady Queen of Peace House of Evangelization. You can find the show notes for each episode on the podcast website, evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. The teachings in this podcast are the thoughts and prayers of Father Tickerhoof and are based upon his good standing in the Catholic Church. And now, here's your host, Father David. For the show notes for today's episode, number 23, go to evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com and look for the episode on Merciful Penitential Spirituality. And now, here's Father David. Greetings to all that are listening to the podcast this morning. And uh, we obviously, we're all in the midst of the uh, coronavirus and all the implications. And it's, uh, it's something that I think all of us are experiencing the difficulties one way or another socially and personally in our relationships and personally in our, our life. We're all sacrificing something. And so I thought today would be a good time to really reflect on uh, what what our situation is in terms of our spiritual and moral uh, well-being and, and also our, our health as a Catholic community. And I thought it would be good to look at what a penitential spirituality is because we need to find answers that are going to lead us to a spiritual and human freedom from the things that God wants to deliver us from. As we look at our society in the midst of all of this pandemic, we recognize that moving up and coming upon this and in all of the nations of the human community, and particularly in our church, we have experienced for a, some time now a religious indifference and where there's a loss of attraction for God. And people may still do external spiritual and sacramental things, but in their life and in their lifestyle, they basically have uh, sort of developed a lack of attraction for God. And in some cases, we see people leaving uh, the meaning of faith. And we see some people getting caught up in the busyness of the world. And we see some people denying the fact of, of the need to be even saved by God and a knowledge of Jesus. And so we see 
that a, a materialistic mindset and lifestyle can dominate us and bring about internally within a deadness and a darkness and a listlessness. We see also that in this lack of attraction for God, there is a growing sensitivity. Um, there's a growing sensitivity, a loss of sensitivity to grave sin and other kinds of forms of uh, things that would really help us. So what we're looking for is the answer. What's really going to help us to recapture or strengthen or deepen uh, our, our life in our relationship with God and in our spiritual relationship with one another and members in our particular Christian communities? Only a radical reform, uh, a religious reform, is going to bring this about for us. And so what we need to do is focus on the fact that Jesus is the model. Jesus is the model. And I've been emphasizing an understanding of relating to Jesus through the power of the cross, the power and glory of the resurrection, the life of the Spirit, and the use of the gifts of the Spirit. But the answer, I think, at least one of them, or a way of looking at this, is to develop a, a merciful, compassionate, penitential lifestyle, a spirituality of mercy and compassion in our life. The uh, charism uh, that really is given to us as a grace from God, the, the charism for a penitential, merciful, uh, compassionate spirituality is the, the, the charism of crucified, uh, crucified mercy. It comes from the pierced heart of Christ. It's a charism that gives the power, and it's the source of a sacrificial love that the merciful penitent practices joyfully in one's life and relationships. This charism comes to us. Charism is a gift of the Spirit. This charism comes to us through, from the Father, uh, from the Father through Jesus. And it, it is it, it's experienced as a gift from the Father, as rivers of grace fill mercy. Crucified love, the power of mercy, the power of compassion, which does something deeply in our, the life that we have with Jesus, with the Father and the Spirit, and our brothers and sisters. Penitents by nature are called to experience sacrificial things and particularly sacrificial love. So we ask ourselves, what is our plan? What is the plan if we feel invited or called? And we should only respond to these things if we feel a call or are invited or we feel the change. We may be doing the things we need to do, and we should continue to do that. But if we feel there's something missing or there's something more or that we have such a love in our heart for God, that we want to experience something deeper, maybe this one way is through becoming merciful penitents. The uh, practice, then, is what we do. In order to really be merciful penitents, it's just not a matter of a head game, but it's a practice of charity, it's a practice of mercy, it's a practice of of, of uh, compassionate mercy. And I would assume that all of you are doing something of that nature in the spiritual and corporal works of mercy or in the way in which you relate to others. 
There's a number of things that uh, feature this because what happens is then we become one with Jesus for looking at it from God's perspective and the fact that he has atoned and does atonement. We join him with atonement and in a spiritual way, we offer these things to Jesus as, as a gifts of love and the gifts of honor and glory given to the Father. By our daily life, we find that our prayer is spirit-filled and our prayer is filled with a sense of, of repentance in addition to a, a, a real spirit-filled desire to change and do the changes that we need and experience the joy and the peace of this. So that's the daily life of prayer is really an important building stone uh, to growing in the merciful penitential spirituality. The second thing is basically uh, an, an effortless forgiveness. What happens to us is we have, we may say we forgive, but sometimes when we still feel things are not settled in our life, we don't realize that the reason that we're experiencing emotional pain or difficulty or is because there's beliefs that we have about ourselves that are rooted in our, our, the faith that we have, the faith beliefs in our heart about ourselves, like that we're no good or that we're not appreciated or that we're excluded from things or that it really doesn't matter, those kind of things. And they, they carry an emotional pain or an emotional discomfort that keeps us listless and keeps us from really growing in the freedom that God wants to give us through the life of grace. So when, when we experience a, the truth that these things are not true in our lives, that they're basically lies or deceptions from Satan, and we, we, when we accept the truth that we are loved as sons and daughters of the Father, we experience forgiveness as effortless forgiveness. So number one, is a daily prayer life that we really have, walking with God in prayer. Number two is effortless, for, effort, effortless, effortless forgiveness. And the third is uh, an, an experience of the love of God in our heart, because it's important as we grow and mature in spiritual freedom that the experience of God's love for us takes more and more of a significant in our heart. In, in a certain sense, we are empowered in this direct infusion, this mystical love that God wants to place more and more in our heart. That's the third. And then the second thing is the penance that we do is a beautiful grace that brings the Father's mercy and the transforming power of the Spirit into our, into our heart and mind. When I speak about this as the fourth thing, I think of the scripture in Romans 12, verses 1 to 2. And it says there, it says, through the mercy of God, through the mercy of God, may, through the mercy of God, may you be filled with the renewal of your mind by offering your bodies as a living sacrifice of love, holy and pleasing to the Lord. And then it continues on. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed 
in your heart and mind. Be transformed in your mind so that you may know what is, is good and pleasing and perfect. Now, there's a story about this. The story has two parts to it. And the first part of the story is being open to perceive and be grateful to the ways in which God has worked in the past and now in the present and will work in the future in our lives. What has God done to us to change our hearts, to transform our lives, to draw us into a deeper life of grace? What God has done as pure gift to us. That's the first part of the story. The second part of the story is then how do we respond? And, and, the, and the way we respond is we, we offer our sufferings and our disappointments. We offer our trials and tribulations and we join them to the power of the sacrificial love and mercy of Jesus on the cross. And as we learn to practice that, what happens is there's an internal change that takes place where the love of God, the mercy of God, fills us and moves us to be more compassionate, kind, and merciful to our brothers and sisters. And I would like to just uh, end this section by talking, uh, giving you an example of uh, the Cardinal of South Vietnam. His, his, his name was Cardinal Nugent Van Thang. He's now dead. He passed away a number of years back. But he was the cardinal in South Vietnam. And when the communists from North Vietnam took over the country and took over Saigon, after a couple months, uh, the, the captain of police uh, uh, contacted the cardinal and said, you know, come on over and we should have a talk together. So when he went over, what the captain told him that he was going to be made a prisoner and he was put into prison and he was in prison for 13 years. And what he said in prison changed his life. And this is what happened. He said that he never, never in prison did he, he remove love from anybody, any of the guards, no matter what they did or said to him. He, he loved them and he demonstrated a friendly love to every everyone and to the people that he was working with, the other prisoners. And so gradually what happened to him, he saw this offering uh, these sufferings and trials that he was going to, and he would connect them to the power of the power of the cross of Jesus. And gradually what happened to him, the pain and the suffering that would be a part of this life in prison, gradually left him. And what he experienced was a deep love in his heart. So the sufferings, when we give it to the Lord, and we, we allow the Lord to have them, and, and we give them generously to the Lord, what happens is eventually they go, they're transformed by the power of the cross. And what we have left in our soul is a, a deep personal love. And it's that personal love, that personal love of God that infuses our day, that personal love of God that draws us into the heart of Christ, that personal love of God that gives us a deep affection and love for Mary, the mother of Jesus, the mother of God, that, that deep personal love that we have, even in the midst of our struggles and trials and tribulations, even in the midst of the, the uh, challenging things that have occurred to us that make it difficult at this time of the coronavirus and how this is going 
and, and unfolding in our lives. And so I would like to just end by saying, think about this notion of being merciful and compassionate penitence by offering the sufferings and the situations and the little penitential things because that's what penitential spirituality is about. It's, it's all about love. It's all about love. And that's the most important thing that we can develop in our lives. So may we pray. Blessed Father, blessed Father, we come to you as your sons and daughters. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of our life and the gift of our families and our friends and our relationships. We thank you for the gift of sufferings and trials that we go through, that offering them in a special way in union with Jesus, Father. We experience your love deeply in our hearts and we thank you and praise you as we grow and mature in this love as merciful compassionate penitence in and through your son jesus christ our lord and savior and all god's people prayed amen the opinions on this broadcast are those of father tickerhoof Thanks so much for listening to this podcast, and please share this podcast with a friend. And to contact Father David, email him at frdavidjt at gmail.com. And be sure to leave Father a star rating on any podcast app. You can find more information about Father David on evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com.